0: What is up, Anchor Nation? This is Aaron Rollins coming back at you again. Live at Southeast 3rd for a special nighttime episode. I'm currently on my break right now. I haven't been on my brother's channel for a while. He hasn't hosted anything. He is trying to balance a whole lot of plates. He's got his in-laws' kids living with him now since she passed away. So he's got a lot on his... Uh, shoulders that he's trying to balance oh man uh, he's um, he's been trying to do a whole bunch with very little time I, I I can't it's hard for me to understand how he balances all of that with his job because he's trying to help one of the teenagers get a job he's got his own kids to look after he's got his regular job he's got whatever he's got to do around the house and then he's got a a movie he 's trying to do, and maybe that's why the podcast that he's that he runs has not you know had a lot of attention here recently i can't I can only speculate i haven't really bothered talking with him about it i I'm not really interested <laughs> to be honest with you <laughs> to all my listeners out there who follow that stuff, which I think it's you know people that listen to that channel and this one, so you get it um I just, I don't know, man. I, I, at first, it seemed like it was fun, but after a while, I was like, this, all this really does is either make fun of me or some of Shane's friends or some other people that we know. It doesn't really do anything. <laughs> He's trying to have like relevant commentary and it's, it's just not working. He's trying to do something entertaining and, you know, for the people that know us, that's funny. But for other listeners, it's, it's not really. Um, I've been listening to the Joe Rogan experience and I, however you might feel about him, you know, And his polarizing views uh, I think some of the stuff he's got on there is, is pretty good um, he, I, I tried to go back as far as I could for the free stuff And I found uh, his interview with Steve-O And I, I really liked that uh, Granted, Steve-O <laughs> is, is not the best role model out there <laughs> Hell, not even the most intelligent guest he's had but he's talked about some real life experience. He's talked about his drug addiction. He talked about his homelessness. I guess that's the right word. He's talked about, you know, some of the stuff with his other cast members. He's talked about a lot. And it's like a two and a half hour interview. And, you know, if you really want to get a following, you you've got to have some important people come on your show. And so I started thinking about that. It's like, you know what? Let me let me think about some questions I would ask. Um if I had a guest on the show, uh, which I never will, nobody's interested in being on my show. But hypothetically speaking, if I had somebody on here, what would I ask him? You know, and I've I've come to think of it as like you know this this would be a lot funnier if I thought of material ahead of time rather than just coming up with some shit on the spot. <laughs> you know, John tried that. He tried writing some stories and he tried telling the stories on the podcast. And I was like, you know, I need to take a page from his book. Granted, John's not the most inspirational character I know. <laughs> However, his trial and error with his podcast is really inspiring me to, to think, you know, bigger to to try to put some ideas together, give a little effort. I'm just ex- I'm exhausted, you know. My job, granted, it's indoors, but I am I am constantly doing something physical. I'm picking people up, and I don't care what you got to say about picking people up. Some of these people are fucking heavy. and that, that gets tiring moving people around picking them up when they can't walk I mean we got people that granted they're not 350 pounds maybe they're more like 200 but when you're old and decrepit and you can't support your own fucking body weight and somebody has to help you move around that gets exhausting when you do that for four or five hours at a time If you don't believe me, ask a paramedic. (laughs) Ask some of those people that go out to those houses where the people are goddamn living on oxygen, smoking cigarettes, and their fucking uh, oxygen tanks are brown from all the cigarette smoke they've been puffing out. And they've got to have somebody help them get out of their goddamn recliner that they sat in for six hours. Dude, we had a patient come in that was in his recliner for three days in the same spot. That was so gross. I've seen some gross stuff here, and in recent memory, that, that took the cake. He was a stroke victim and a stroke survivor. That's the better way to say it. He was a stroke survivor, and he could only say weekends or yes or no. Those are the only three words he could say. And when I saw him, his hair had been cut and his beard had been trimmed. And I'm like, this dude can't even wipe his own butt. How's he cutting his hair? Uh, And so at first I didn't recognize him. I was like, no, that's not him. Wait, it is him. Because I heard him say weekends like five times in a row. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to do this guy's blood cultures and blood draw the last time he was here. And it was a bitch. Because his arm was so swollen up and fatty that, you know... uh, Anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, all that to say, trying to put some effort into the podcast and write some material that I think would be funny. Um... It's not hard. It's it's really not. You know, you just think about some some topics that you want to talk about. Like, oh, I don't know, uh, stand up comedians and how they, <laughs> all, all they're really good for, is observations. You'll find a good few out there that talk about their life experiences and how funny that shit can be. That that those guys are great. Like Patrice O'Neill. I don't know if y'all know of Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill was the shit back when he was alive. He's been dead for a few years. Um, but then you got all these other comics that are just talking about what they see in the world. Uh, I was listening to some, um, Sirius XM radio and it was a comedy channel and they were just talking about, you know, people that spend money on clothing or people that wait in lines all day, or they're talking about, uh, people from a certain part of the country or, you know, from a certain town and it's just all the things that they observe. You have to excuse me. My, my acid reflux is kicking in. My chest is on fire. I'm having to. Uh, take a second and pause and make sure I don't puke up acid um, you know all these comics they're just talking about what they see and what's going on around them and I'm like that's not, that's not good quality material, sure it's funny and you'll get a laugh, but the real funny stuff is when they talk about uh, that, that giant raccoon, old slant face, I can't remember that comedian's name, it's like Jerry something, and he was a real southern, maybe a Louisiana boy uh, this is older stuff, this is like I think maybe even the 80's Uh, That that stuff is good Or Rodney Dangerfield Granted he was a slime ball And he was as greasy as they come But I mean some of the stuff that they came up with Was life experience And it was freaking hilarious That's the stuff that's funny You know when people talk about the stuff they go through Or excuse me That's funny to me People that that remark on people's clothing and spending habits eh, Yeah whatever man That doesn't have a lot of substance to me Oh god dang it I'm missing my flashlight Oh crap I just realized that uh, whatever. So moving along. Um, so that's I think I'm, I'm actually gonna put some effort into it and try to write some material that's actually kind of funny. Some stuff that you you know you go through or that you you're participating in, not just stuff that you see. You know, like if you ask somebody a rhetorical question, don't give me the answer. I already know. It's a rhetorical question. You know what rhetorical means? It means I already know the answer. I just said it. So, all that. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, I'm I'm feeling exhausted with work. It's just kicking my butt. Luckily, school uh, right now is, is not too tough. I'm um, doing online class for medical terminology, and it's actually going pretty well. Um, thank God for that. Uh, the fall is really going to suck. Ooh, the fall is going to suck. Um, I'm taking some some difficult classes in the fall, so... We'll see how that goes Oh uh, man um, Apart from that uh, My car's fucking up Jesus Christ I'll be driving down the road And I've got something wrong with either the steering column Or the the, uh, the instrument cluster And my gauges go out You know how fucking frightening that is When you don't know how fast you're going Or how much gas you've got in your tank Because your instrument cluster's not working There have been a couple of times where I'm like Freaking the fuck out Woo! What was that? Because something will pop behind my instrument cluster. Like a fuse blew or something. But the, the thing is, is that... Once a fuse blows, it's gone. And this... This problem, it keeps occurring. So I don't know what the hell the problem is. But I gotta come out here every so often and jump the car off. This is so raggedy. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, 1500 bucks. I when mean, you pay for what you get. Excuse me. You get what you pay for. That's the right way to say it. Um... All that to say, I'm, uh, I'm not doing the best, but I'm, I've been doing a lot worse in my life. You know, I should be done with my uh, degree by next year. Um, I'll, I'm, I'm climbing out of my debt that I'm in slowly but surely. i got to figure out what I'm going to do for my college because UMHB is a private university and that shit is not cheap. Uh, when my brother was describing Matthew Reed, a friend of mine... He called him, Matthew, I can't pay my bills, Reed. And he hit me with that not too long ago. He was like, I can't pay my bills. I was like, God damn, man. Shane was right on point with that. (laughs) And now I'm starting to feel that way. It's like, shit, man. I can pay all my bills except for my college education. This shit is way too pricey. But I picked UMHB, man. What are you going to do? I could have gone to, I don't know, Temple College or Central Texas College or uh, some other fucking low-budget place. But this is where I'm at. I think I went there because I wanted to do PA And, you know, I'm really on the fence about this. I'm like, fuck, man. Is my heart in it? Shit, I don't know. Shit. A part of me just wants to fucking run off the grid and and live obligation-free for, like, the next five years and see how far I can get. (laughs) But then I'm I'm like, man, I really want to do things with this degree once I get it. You know, I want to travel and treat patients and, um, I don't know, maybe write about that experience. Uh, We'll see. I'm not a great writer, but I'm okay. You know, some people like my stuff. And that's all I need. You know, I don't need to be a New York Times bestseller. So. Oh, man. It's been rough. It's been uh, exhausting. My sleep problems at night are my biggest issue. If I could just get decent sleep. And I was listening to the Joe Rogan experience, and it it reminded me of sleep apnea. I was like, damn it, I keep forgetting about my sleep apnea. So (laughs) for some people, they've got a fat tongue, and that tongue flops back, and it occludes or blocks... The hole that your air gets sucked through when you're sleeping at night. Because you not only breathe through your nose, but you breathe in through your mouth. And if your fucking tongue is sucked, uh, stopping up that hole, you're going to cut logs and, and you can't fucking breathe. Not enough oxygen's getting to your brain. That was a problem my uncle had before he passed away. He dealt with that for a very long time. He was always damn tired because he wasn't getting enough oxygen to his brain at night. <laughs> Sleep apnea is a bitch. And for the longest time, I just really underestimated how common that crap really is. I was like, oh, it's a fat people problem. That's only, you know, people that have like some sort of abnormality that they were born with or they're just fat and they needed to lose weight. Sometimes it's both and sometimes it's only one of those things. And sometimes it's not because they're fat. It's because something in their body is not right. There's something about their airways is too tiny. And so when they sleep at night and they start really sucking in air, it doesn't go in the way it's supposed to. (laughs) and that's where you get those sounds of people sounding like they're dying while they're asleep or they're not breathing at all and you have to shake them awake it's like hey man you stopped breathing for a minute (laughs) oh what oh I'm I'm alright I'll be alright and that's where CPAP machines came in I'm not doing a fucking CPAP man I'm not putting a goddamn mask on my face at night blowing air into my hole just so I can get oxygen in my brain I'm not doing that at night I'll get a mouthpiece Before I do that. and Speaking of mouthpieces. Oh my teeth are so fucked these days. My acid reflux has just killed my teeth. And neglect. Let's be honest here. I I don't brush my teeth like I should. I do. Don't don't go there. Alright. I brush my teeth. Don't tell me I don't brush my teeth. Just because you knew me as a kid. and I wasn't very hygienic as a child. Doesn't mean I'm not hygienic now. Okay. I'm very self conscious about that shit. So I brush my teeth these days. But Jesus Christ. It's not enough. Um, I was flossing the other day and I cleared up some of the gunk and I noticed one of my teeth had started to shrivel up and like it wasn't a full size tooth. There's this little bitty piece of it that was kind of, uh, how do you say it? It just didn't look like a a full tooth. It looked like it had been shaved down a little bit. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, I've got to do something about this. I've got to get my acid (laughs) reflux under control. I've got to get my teeth fixed and i got to fix my sleeping problems or I'm just going to be miserable. My, my, my hip and knee problems are never going to go away. Jesus Christ, I sound like I'm 50. I'm going to be 35 this year. Shit. I mean, you just deal with these problems so long. You wake up one day and you just think that, well, I should really get this fixed. But it's been a part of my identity for so long. I don't know how to live without it. <laughs> I can't imagine you know walking around for 8 hours without my knee and hip hurting. I can't imagine waking up in the morning and not being sleepy. I can't imagine you know not eating a meal and then feeling like I'm going to burp fire after. I can't imagine you know I've I've had to stop eating after a certain time period cuz it makes me sick. <laughs> God. This is the this is what being human is all about, folks. Anyway, it's getting close to my time. i got to head back into work. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. Um, we're setting record-breaking heat temperatures in Texas. Please drink water. I'm trying to. Fuck. So, uh, until next time, y'all take care of yourselves, and I'll, um, I'll be coming up with some more comedic material for the future. Oh, buddy, buddy, buddy. Y'all keep on, keep it on. Um, if you haven't, I am want to give a shout out to uh, the Joe Rogan experience and JP's what, one of them is extremely popular. The other one, not so much. But they're both going to make you laugh, guaranteed. All right, this is Aaron Rollins and I am signing out. Please drink water and take care of yourselves. Oh, God, don't fucking puke. Ugh. All right, see y'all later.